Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. This is self-awareness for everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, what do you do when the people who share your heart don't get you? All of us, even the most introverted among us, are social creatures. Human beings need interaction with other human beings for our health, wellness, and well-being. Some need very, very little interaction. Some need a whole lot of it. Some people don't like to be touched. Some people feel that they can't live without touch. All of us are different. No two people are alike. Similar, maybe. But no two people are ever completely alike. Sometimes, People, no matter how well-intentioned they are, just don't get you. That often makes us feel kind of disconnected, makes us feel like we're a bit of an outcast or an outsider, might just make you feel partially shunned and like, well, yeah, because they just don't get me. I've spent a great deal of my life feeling very much like nobody got me. And this began in my childhood when I was the only child that came from a family that was single parent. My parents got divorced in the very late 1970s, before it became fashionable, before everybody else was doing it. So I was the only one, when I was young, who came from a divorced household. I was the only one, following that, whose parents, once they had divorced, were separated by a really large distance as my father moved halfway across the country. And over time, by and large, people just didn't get me. All throughout my life, I have been somewhere on the outside looking in, or at least that's what it felt like. As you get older and you start to develop connections to people, you also start to have different needs for people being able to get you or not. When this speaks of your family, specifically, this can get really complicated because by and large, my family just doesn't get me. This has actually been the source of a couple of discussions and arguments, which I am not going to get into here, but suffice it to say, the point was proven to me that they really don't get me. Now, to a greater or lesser degree, I don't need them to get me, because what matters most is this. They love me, and I know that, but they don't get me. So it doesn't matter, however, because that doesn't change who I am and what I do. I am me. I know who I am. I know what makes me tick. I've been working very, very hard over the last few years to really understand self-awareness and become more and more aware of who, what, where, how, and why I am. Now, in doing this, there's been a period where I've been a little lost. I've gotten confused. I sort of lost track of myself. But over the last 
probably decade and a half, almost 20 years now, I've really been better getting me. I've been working very hard to be self-aware and to understand who I am. And in doing that, I've been less interested in putting on a facade so that other people could see me the way they needed me to be or that I felt that they needed me to be. What it comes down to, however, is this. If I'm going to be content with my life and if I'm going to do what I think I need to do, what I feel I need to do, what seems right for me in my life, then I can't let people not getting me get to me. It's a Shakespearean quote, to thine own self be true. And I've spent a whole lot of time getting to know myself. And I've learned along the way that the more I'm true to my nature, to who I desire to be, to who I'm striving to be, the happier and the more content that I am. Now, for the record, this is not a permanent state of being. I have bad days just like everybody else. There are days where getting out of bed is difficult. There are times where I stare at my computer going, okay, what am I writing now? Even with an outline in front of me, forcing myself past resistance and getting the writing done is sometimes really challenging. But when all is said and done, I know who I am, what I desire, and I know what it takes for me to be that content person. And so getting myself and being true to myself has caused me to learn not just to like myself, but I would say to love myself. All too often this gets tagged into things like narcissism and boasting and self-aggrandizement and other things that really aren't pleasant or frankly terribly good when you get right down to it. But the reality is self-love is healthy because it's all about self-caring. It's all about respecting your own self-worth. It's all about making sure that you are taking care of you first, not to the exclusion of others, not to the detriment of others, but in that you are the only one who knows who, what, where, how, and why you are. Ergo, you're the only one who can truly care for you. I've had to make choices along the way, and one of the big ones is I could choose to live my life for them or live my life for me. And with no disrespect to anybody who holds a piece of my heart, who I care about, I had to choose to live my life for me. And this is huge because the reality is if I don't live my life according to me, according to who I am and who I desire to be, then who am I living this life for? Okay, maybe they don't get me, but the reality here is that I get me. And when you find yourself in the same position, because I'm sure that almost everybody I know has done this at least once or twice in various groups, you're going to look at things and go, well, do I need to be somebody I'm not just to make these people happy, or am I better off just letting it go and working on me? Here's the thing. I get me. You get you. I might not always get you. I might not understand you. We might come from completely and utterly different backgrounds. And that's going to be no matter who we are and how close we are or what we know of each other or don't know, the truth. No two people, even identical twins, are alike, similar in one way or another, to some degree or other, here and there. But the reality is nobody is alike. 
Nobody is the same. All of us are different. What motivates me might not motivate you. What you like, I might dislike. What makes you happy might do nothing at all for me. The point is that each of us is empowered to make choices and decisions to live our lives. Sometimes that's a real challenge when the people who share our hearts simply don't get us. They love us. We love them. But do they understand us? Sometimes the answer, unfortunately, is no. They might try. They might want to. But the reality is this. If they don't get me, does that lessen who I am? The answer is no. The reality of this is that I am me. You are you. They are them. We are all different, and all of us come from different places, experiences, environments, educations. Take your pick. There are so many ways in which we differ, and even in the ways that we're similar, our perspective of reality is always going to be different. Albert Einstein explained this when he said, and I quote, Reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. How I perceive reality is different from how you perceive reality, and the illusion of reality as far as we're each concerned is quite different, but persistent because we hold on to these beliefs and values, and some of them tie right into the collective conscious where we agree what reality is to a point, and even here, we differ. What this all gets into is when it comes to getting yourself and people getting you, the truth is that they're not going to fully get you because they're not you. Likewise, you're not fully going to get to know people because you're not them. That's not to say that you shouldn't make an effort to get to know people, to get to understand people, especially the people that you care about and the people that you love. But recognize that there's going to be limitations, that you're not going to get everything, that there are going to be aspects of these people that you simply can't fathom, that you can't connect to, and vice versa, they similarly can't connect to you. But you can know you, and you can choose to get to know yourself the best that you can, and that's via conscious awareness, specifically active conscious awareness. Active conscious awareness is mindfulness. Mindfulness is awareness not just of what's going on in the world around you, but what's happening inside your head, heart, and soul. Via mindfulness, you can answer who, what, where, how, and why you are. You and you alone know what you're thinking, what and how you're feeling, what it is you intend, and what you are or aren't doing. Rather than try to be someone that you're not, to try to be a version of yourself that you think other people will accept, being your truest, most genuine, and authentic self is how you can be truest and most genuine and authentic for yourself. Yes, some people just aren't going to get you. But you know what? That's okay. They don't need to get you. You know who needs to get you? You need to get you. When you recognize and acknowledge that the people who share a piece of your heart don't get you, you might see this as an incredible negative. But that's not necessarily true. Because the reality is you 
don't need to be understood by everybody. They don't need to get you. And recognizing and acknowledging that can actually open the door to you embracing your genuine, authentic self. My family doesn't get me. By and large, they just don't. And I know they love me, but I confuse the ever-loving daylights out of them sometimes. They just don't get it. And yet, I am going to choose to be my weird, eccentric, geeky self. And yeah, that's me. I am a giant geek. And I don't mind this because that is who I am. And I'd much rather be this authentic, genuine person, even if they don't all get me, because I get who I am. And you know what? I'm content with this. In fact, I'd even go so far as to say I'm happy with this. Sure, there are days things could be better. There is always room for improvement. But that's true for just about everyone. And that's because life is in a constant state of flow and change is the one and only constant in the entire universe. So no matter what you know now, odds are it's going to change in one way or another because change happens and change is a constant. But when you know your genuine, true, authentic self and you get you, it doesn't really matter if nobody else gets you because you know what? What matters and what doesn't change is you having the ability to be yourself. You will always be the only one in your head, heart, and soul. You might allow pieces of yourself to be held by others, like pieces of your heart by the people you love, but the reality is they're not you. They can't be in your head, heart, and soul because you're the only one who lives there. And you know what? That's not a bad thing because we all need a place we can retreat to where we can be our truest selves. Because when we are our truest selves, we are the most open to embracing all the potential and possibility that this world has to offer. And that is why, week after week, I share this concept of self-awareness for everyone. Because everyone is entitled to being self-aware. Because it is ultimately the most empowering thing there is. Self-awareness lets you choose your life path. And that, to me, is utterly worthwhile. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. A huge part of getting to know yourself is by being actively, consciously aware, mindful of yourself. So to that end, we're going to take this moment to pause, and I'd like you to answer this very simple question right now. What are you doing? This is not, however, the great big, well, what's your goal? What thing are you doing for a long-term purpose? What is it that you're doing and what's it leading to? No, this is much more direct. This is very specifically, right this moment, what are you doing? For example, my answer, what am I doing? I'm sitting at my desk recording this podcast. When you have your answer similar to this, I'd like you to reframe it like I'm reframing my answer. I'm a human being sitting at my desk recording my podcast. Think about that statement. And with that, how do you feel when you say it aloud? I feel ultimately like I'm empowered, like I'm stating point blank, this is who I am. And that leads you to being able to get yourself. Several times a day for the next week, try this out. Ask yourself, what am I doing? Answer the question, well, I'm sitting here, okay? But then reframe it. I'm a human being 
sitting here. See how that makes you feel. See if that opens you to a little more self-awareness. And with that, see how that makes you think and feel and react. Give it a try. There's really nothing to lose, is there? Thanks for joining me this week. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Mahoney. She's the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to visit her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and on other online retailers. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste. Namaste.